Hey friends, have you noticed all the wildfires burning up and down the west coast? Or the flooding in the heartlands and the coastal cities on the east coast? Or what about the longest drought on record? Or the highest number of hurricanes in any given season? From the polar ice caps melting at an exponential rate to the rising sea levels, one thing is certain, our world is changing. And it's right before our eyes. And this week's guest wants us to do something about it. So stick around to hear award-winning author Aubrey Andrews' ideas on helping out. And now, on to the show. Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. <clears throat> Excuse me, announcer lady, but it ain't that kind of show. Are you sure? Um, yes. I'm the producer. That's the thrifty little diva show you're talking about. You know, the other one. Okay then, on that note, here's your host, Madison Lauren, and her dad. <clears throat> oh, right, uh, let's see here. And her super smart, hilariously funny, best of best dads, Mr. Durante Smith. Please enjoy the show. Classic, Daddy, classic. What? Did you really just make her say all that? Well, yeah, it's our show. You mean it's my show? It's got my name on it, remember? Besides, you already got a podcast. You mean I can't have two? <laughs> and I'm producing it. Oh, Daddy, can we just start the show? Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys and girls, welcome to my show. I'm excited to have you here. This show takes behind the scene of all the places you love. We talk with famous authors, actors, and people who make movies. And you'll learn some neat stuff, too. Oh, yeah, and then there's my dad, the goofball, who helps out a little, too. And answer the joke of the day for a chance to win an autographed postcard from your girl. Okay, so stick around for another fun-filled episode. Enjoy the show. This week's interview is near and dear to my heart because I fully believe we need to do as much as we can to protect the planet. And so does my guest, author Arby Andrews. I found our conversation both enlightening and refreshing as someone who considers herself a conservationist. And she has a really cool pledge to help save the world. I took the pledge, and I encourage you to take the pledge too. Just go to her website at aubreyandrews.com. And now for the interview. Enjoy. Miss Andrews, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for giving me your time. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I know our time is short, so let's jump right into it. Shall we? Yeah, of course. I'm excited. Question one. What did you start writing and who inspired you to become an author? So when I was in college, I worked for the student newspaper and I wrote a lot of like journalism type articles, like news stories. And the first story that I wrote appeared on the front page of the newspaper and I was so excited. And that's when I knew that I wanted to be a writer. 
That's cool. Um, and as a kid, I liked writing too, and I liked drawing. And so some of my favorite authors were Judy Bloom and Valerie Tripp and Lewis Becker. And um, in particular, Judy Bloom was my favorite. And I think that really planted the seeds um, in my head that maybe one day I could be an author. Hmm. I like Judy too. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, your new book deals with plastic pollution. We studied pollution in school this year, and I learned it's really bad for the environment. It is. It's terrible for the environment. <laughs> so the question is, how can we get more kids to care about the environment and not the nature? That is a great question. So in the book I wrote, The Plastic Problem, um, which was published by Lonely Planet Kids, uh, I talk a lot about one really easy way to get people to care about the environment. And that is simply to talk about it, just like we are doing right now. And so when something is scary or difficult, it's easier for people to ignore it, maybe just pretend that it will go away. But when people like us start talking about the reasons why we need to care for the environment, it will hopefully help other people, like the listeners of your podcast, to realize that they can make a difference and they'll start to listen. And, you know, another way we can uh, encourage people and kids to care about the environment is to set an example through our actions and then explain why we are doing that. So like, for example, if you're getting like a fountain drink, like a, you know, a soda from a machine, instead of grabbing a straw, you could decide to just sip from the side of the cup. And you could say out loud, I'm not going to use a straw because it's bad for the environment. And your friends or anyone else who's standing nearby will hear you. And they might listen. And the next time that they go to grab a straw, maybe they will stop themselves and they'll decide to sit from the side instead because of what you said before. So it's um, important to just talk about what's important to us and set an example through our actions. Awesome. We'll return in just a moment, right after we thank our sponsors. Hey, Daddy. Maybe we should tell my friends about Sleepy Steve. That's a good idea. Okay, how about I tell them what it's about and you tell them where they can find it. Yeah, that sounds cool. Okay, get this guy. Sleepy Steve is about Steve Jackson. He moves to a new area, goes to a new school, and he has to make new friends. The thing about Steve that makes him so interesting is that he has a sleeping condition known as narcolepsy. Now, what that means is it makes him fall asleep, but it's at all the wrong times and the worst times possible. If there's a wrong time to fall asleep, he does it. The other thing is in his dreams, he has these really wild and fantastic dreams. His mind goes everywhere. It's absolutely bananas. And with these friends, he leaves him in a pickle every single time. Trust me, if you like funny books, this book is <laughs> hilarious. I tell people this. I try to warn them. Be careful. You just might pee in your pants. <laughs> so get ready for a wild, hilarious, funny story that you cannot wait to turn the pages to. Take it over, Madison. And you can find Sleepy Steve at www.sleepysteve.com. Or go to Amazon and look up the fantastical adventure of Sleepy Steve. Trust me, it's a great book. I should know. I wrote it. No, you didn't. Well, I helped. No, you didn't. Well, at least the book is about me. It's about a boy. You're not even a boy. Well, what did I do? Nothing. That's the point. What's the point? You did nothing. Get it right. We're just here to tell people about the book. Oh, my bad. 
Well, let's do this takeover again. No way, Jose. I think they got the point. (laughs) (laughs) So get your copy of my dad's book, Sleeve Steve, today. And now back to the show. Number three. I love your idea of plastic patrols and the pledge. I took the pledge. Well, we pretty much did all that stuff anyway. (laughs) Good. I'm glad to hear it. (laughs) And I know you talk about it in your book, The Plastic Problems, 60 Small Ways to Reduce Waste and Save the Earth. How does plastic pollution damage the earth? Well, there's kind of two different kinds of pollution that plastic creates. Really? first one is that plastic isn't something that naturally grows on our planet. Um, it's not like trees, which we can plant, which we can turn into paper. So plastic is made from oil and getting oil out of the ground where, where it is, is very dangerous and can create pollution. And then that oil has to be turned into plastic in a factory, which creates more pollution. And that pollution can make global warming worse. So just simply making plastic is bad. But then once the plastic is made, there's a second kind of pollution. And some studies say that less than 10% of the plastic we use is recycled. So that means that all that plastic that isn't recycled can end up sitting in a landfill for hundreds of years because it just doesn't um, decompose like paper does. Like if you get a piece of paper wet, it kind of starts to disintegrate, disappear, but plastic doesn't do that. I did not know that. Lots of countries around the world have all this plastic garbage and they're running out of places to put it. And it's expensive to recycle and it's hard to find, you know, landfills are, some of them are getting filled and and there's just nowhere to put this plastic. So a lot of it ends up in the ocean, which is very sad because it can harm sea animals like turtles and birds and whales and more. So plastic is all around bad when you're making it. And once it's made, it's just really hard to deal with it without having some negative repercussions the planet. That's good information. I know other kids like me care about the planet too. What are some ways we kids can help to protect the planet? So there's actually a huge way that kids can help out and that is because 90% of toys are made of plastic. They used to be made out of metal or wood but now they're made out of plastic because it's a lot cheaper for companies. So one thing you could do is to play nicely with the toys you have and take good care of them. And then when you're done with them, you can donate them or even organize a toy swap with some of your friends, which means that you bring a few toys that you don't play with anymore and they bring a few toys and you do an exchange and you get to play with each other's toys. It doesn't have to be forever. Maybe you just let them borrow something or you could make a permanent exchange. What you have is important all across the board. So that means taking better care of your clothing or your shoes, your markers, your backpack, your lunchbox, your folders so that you could use it all again next year. So that's something really easy and important that you can do. And then the last thing I talked about, or I already mentioned, was um, talking about these issues. And But you don't have to actually talk per se. You could write a poem or write up a song or draw a picture about why protecting the planet is important. And you could share it with your friends, your classmates, or your family. Those are just a, a few easy ways that kids can help out. Really? Those are good ideas. Thanks. In closing, Miss Andrews, what would we like to say to all the kids listening right now and, and about being responsible human beings? Well, I think there are a lot of kids out there that are better than adults at being responsible human beings. So true. 
doing something that's bad for the environment, you could speak up and tell them. And I think it's unfair to kids when adults don't act responsibly to the environment because you guys are the ones that are going to inherit the planet after us. So don't be afraid to speak up and say something and know that caring for the planet is the right thing to do for everyone. That's really good. Miss Andrews, I really appreciate all the valuable information you shared with us trying to save our planet. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I hope your listeners like it too and they can make some little changes to help out the planet in their daily routine. Yeah. I wish you the very best on your new book. Please stay in touch and don't be a stranger to the show. Bye. Bye. Thank you again for having me. For the world, look out for myself and look out for the earth. Look for the people I shine through dirt. But they don't know I just keep it in their place. I just play nice and trying to throw shade. Something for the girls, something for the boys. We're family today. Because I like to have fun. And days like this, I like sunny days. When you go to the beach with the sand and the waves. Wind in my hair, sun on my skin. Playing beach ball with all of my friends. And a lot of barbecue with some good old punch. Then we start dancing, everybody have fun. Something for the old and something for the young. Because today's a good day. One. Finally, go to the fair again. Aren't you, Daddy? <laughs> yes, I am. What do you miss the most? Um, probably the cotton candy. Or maybe the funnel cakes. Mmm, funnel cakes sound good right about now. Well, come on, let's go in. Come on, come on. Get your tickets to the greatest show on earth. Hey, isn't that the Ringling Brothers line? I don't know. You want the ticket or not, sir? How much are they? Does it matter? We're the only game in town. They could be a hundred bucks and you still buy them because she wants to go. He's right, Daddy. Can you please hurry and get the tickets? I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> okay, you got me. How much? Twenty-five each. So fifty bucks? Here. Here's three twenties. Keep the change. Thanks, mister. Hey, where's the closest concession stand? That'll be the food trucks and stands. It's right around the corner. Enjoy. Thanks, buddy. Okay, Madison, let's go. Come on, come on. Get your tickets to the greatest show on earth. Excuse me, dear. What can I help you with today? Hey, 
I know you. Daddy, look, it's the man from the park. Well, I'll be. It sure is. Good seeing you again, sir. Ah, yes. You're the chaps asking about Peter Pan, aren't you? <laughs> that would be us. What brings you here? Look, it's the family business. My great-grandfather handed it down to my papa, my papa passed it on to my dear old dad, and eventually he handed it down to me. It's really more a bit of a hobby for me, really, but this ratty old thing has been in the family for a very long time. We can't seem to shake it. <laughs> it's not ratty. I like it. You're too kind, my dear. Now, what can I do for you today? I'm not sure. I know just the thing. An all-day sucker. I love those. Would you like a lollipop? A jolly lollipop? Daddy, can I have a lollipop, a lolly jolly pop? Yes, you can have a lollipop, a jolly lollipop. Because a lollipop is a pop of the licking kind. Yes, a lollipop is a pop of the licking kind. A lollipop is a pop of the licking kind. Would you like a lemon drop, a sour lemon drop? Would I like a lemon drop, a sour lemon drop? Sure, you can have a lemon drop, a sour lemon drop. Because a lemon drop is a drop of the sucking kind. For sure, a lemon drop is a drop of the sucking kind. Oh yes, a lemon drop is a drop of the sucking kind. Or would you like a muffin top, a fluffy puffy top? Would I like a muffin top, a fluffy puffy top? Yes, you'd like a muffin top, a fluffy puffy top. Because a muffin top is a top of the eating kind. Because a muffin top is a top of the eating kind. A muffin top is a top of the eating kind. Indeed, a, a muffin, muffin top, top is, is a top, top of, of the, the eating, eating kind. kind. Stop! I just want something to eat, guys. I don't care what it is. Well, that's all you had to say. Try these kettle corn. It's fresh out of the mixer. All of that for kettle corn. <laughs> oh, yes. Hardly makes sense, does it? But what does these days? Here's a 20, man. Keep the change. Thank you for the tip, mate. Be sure to pay a visit to the Tiger Act. You might be surprised. Will do. Thanks. Bye. And now it's time for the joke of the day. Thanksgiving edition. Okay, are you ready, guys? Here we go. What do you call a running turkey? I haven't the foggiest idea. Fast food. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Next, why do turkeys eat so little? I don't know. Because they're always stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Stuffed turkey. Yeah, I get it. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Number three. What did the turkey say to the turkey hunter on Thanksgiving Day? What? Quack, quack. <laughs> Hilarious. He was a duck, get it? Yeah, I got it. Number four. Why did the farmer have to separate the chicken and the turkey? Mm, why? He sensed foul play. <laughs> two birds, right? Yeah, foul two birds. Get it? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Last but not least, what kind of music did the pilgrims listen to at the first Thanksgiving feast? What kind? Plymouth Rock. Get it? Plymouth Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And now it's your turn. Send us a message or video of your favorite joke or submit one of your own. And maybe we'll play it on our show. Thanks. And now it's time for the word of the day. This week's word of the day is exponential. 
which means an increase, becoming more and more rapid. If something is exponential, it usually means it's just getting bigger, like much bigger. An example of this would be after studying my study guide for the past week, my grades saw an exponential improvement. The word of the day is exponential. Okay, guys, thank you for checking out my show. So be sure to check me out each week where you can find me at All Things Madison on your podcast and YouTube. And subscribe, please. I need fans, guys. And check out my website at thriftylilediva.me. And remember, we love you just the way you are. Mm, Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information.